0: Because we talk about, what do we do? We do tax returns. We do this. And, and our answer to that is, no, we don't. Mm. We help send this man's daughter to ballet lessons. We help this particular entrepreneur's children go to college. We help this entrepreneur get a new car. Mm-hmm. We try to look at it in more uh, in more of a broad term than just we do taxes, we do payroll, we do whatever. Welcome to Let's Talk, hosted by David B. Plemons CPA, Inc. Here, we will focus on the struggle, the juggle, and everyday hustle of small business. We will be here weekly talking to small business owners about their everyday struggles. We welcome your questions and comments, so feel free to email us at admin at We hope you enjoy, and above all, we hope it helps.
1: We're here today with Rita McDaniel and David B. Plymouth, owner of David B. Plemons CPA. Come on, tell us a little bit about David B. Plemons. How long have you been in business?
0: we have been in business 22 years. Ooh, legacy company, right? Legacy, go on. I originally started this as a way to help small business. I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur all my life. Okay. Had an opportunity at that point in time, took it. And ah. Here we are
1: excellent excellent so you used to work for someone in a big place yes and it's like no more
0: no more i do not take direction well
1: okay (laughs) i'm sure rita can attest to that too right yes okay wonderful so you've been in business now 21 years
0: and the goal is to do what our organization exists to help entrepreneurs Mm -hmm. we love working with small business we want small business people to be successful okay so we Help them by doing the traditional c p a type services, tax preparation, bookkeeping payroll, et cetera, but we go above and beyond because we want to educate as well as that, okay, so we provide education classes workshops on various topics, typically, every topic we deal with is related to a small business owner okay to guide them whether it's in relation to human resources or getting contracts with the city or how to do a budget, whatever it is, they're all geared towards a small business owner.
1: Okay. All right. Now, CPA stands for Certified Public Accountant. So, that means you deal with all industries.
0: Yes, that's correct.
1: Okay. And all industries will include construction, medical. Is there anything you don't do?
0: Our practice is geared more towards the individual than it is toward the industry.
1: Okay. All
0: right. So, we look when we Talk to potential new clients, we look at the person we look do are we going to like this person will be will we be able to work with this person? okay are they interested in the things that we offer? Will they show up to our education classes, et cetera okay,
1: that sounds good. so Rita, tell us a little bit about your background.
2: Well, I've been with David for fifteen years. Okay. Um, so I'm in my sixteenth year, surprisingly. So but um <laughs> Yeah. So we when I started with David, it was just kind of him in an office and we had seven hundred square feet and he had a file cabinet, but no files in it. In
1: it,
0: yeah. So, <laughs> so,
2: <laughs> mm, that's the so,
0: juggle and struggle and yeah. hustle. Okay. So we were hustling. We didn't have time to file paper. Okay. <laughs>
2: Hey, what? Yeah. So I, I decided to stay and, and to help. So that's kind of what we've been doing. And ever since then, we've been, um, cultivating our client base and figuring out what it was that we actually wanted to do. Okay. So even though I'm not a partner in the firm, we do run it like a partnership, um, with everybody in the office. We, we do like all of our employees to take a little bit of ownership in what we're doing. Um, that way we can provide a good solid team front. Um, And support to all of our clients that we have.
1: Okay. Excellent. So now we know that David B. Clemens is a legacy firm and your goal is to help small businesses become successful. What does that look like? What does a small firm success look like to you?
2: we had a a client recently that we just brought on um he was a, an attorney he'd been working as an attorney in a legal firm a larger firm for a really long time but he always had a kind of a, a heart to want to do his own his own thing. Mm -hmm. Um, so he finally just took the leap and he decided to do it, but he had no clue what to do, where to start and was kind of floundering a bit. Um, so when we stepped in, I started helping them on a a small basis, which is his wife, his wife was doing the bookkeeping. So we're helping her, um, train her on QuickBooks and different things like that through our training services. And, um, through those conversations figured out exactly what their problems are. And then now, you know, a couple of years later, he's, you know, able to go on trips. His organization is is set to where he's got all of his processes in place. Mm-hmm. We have a good strategic retirement plan as well as a tax plan um, wow. that we've implemented and we're moving forward towards that. So his personal goals played a lot in that too. Okay. So whenever we're starting with a business, we always like them to think about the end and not necessarily... The, the beginning, because okay. when you're starting a business, you're just thinking about the grind and the crank. I got to get this done. I got to get this done. I've got to make more money. I got to get more business. Right. But nobody takes into account the end of mm-hmm. the life. Right? right. So how you set up your business in the beginning needs to directly correlate with how you're going to exit the okay. business so that as you're building your business, you can strategically plan to mm-hmm. make, you know, to make movement or make decisions in accordance with how you want to exit. Correct. Um, so that way, by the time you get to retire, like another client of ours we've been working with, where I've been working with him for 15 years, right. uh, one of the first clients that David had assigned me to, um, he is now on his exit plan. So he's wow. got a house in Key West, he bought a yacht, he's going all this other stuff. We've we've you know integrated a key personnel in his office to Correct. try to take over his business so they've got a purchase plan in place. Okay. Um, so his legacy can continue right. while he's relaxing on the beach in Key West, which was the plan 15 years ago.
1: Excellent. So you take them basically from birth or startup to the exit plan, if possible. And your guidance is through the workshops, the training, the Mm one-on-one and things like that. Yeah.
0: What's one of our initial questions we ask all potential new clients is what is your, what's your exit strategy? What do you want to be when you grow up?
1: I don't yeah. know what I want to be when I grow up, so, you know,
0: tell me what do I want to be when I grow up. That's yeah. a very typical answer yeah. we get. It is.
2: It is because nobody's really put any thought into it. Like nobody's really um like sat down and really like, okay, this question has been asked. I, I didn't really know. I didn't know what to do. So mm-hmm. it's not something that we expect an answer. You know, so um, this particular client that's in Key West is at the end. He didn't know he wanted to be in Key West at that time, but he did know that he wanted to retire and that he didn't want his business to to just close. He didn't want to just sell the assets and he he wanted to see it continue and he wanted to participate in it, you know, through a little bit here Mm -hmm. and there. Mm -hmm. So that's that's the answer that he came up with. But that answer didn't happen for four or five years. It's, wow. it's
0: more of us, we feel like we're planting a seed. Okay. If mm-hmm. you don't know the answer to this, if you haven't thought about it, let's talk about it.
1: Okay. That sounds good because that will at least allow that individual or that company to say, hmm, I never thought about that before. Here's someone who's bringing this to my attention, and now I need to really consider it. Mm-hmm. So, what are some of your long term goals for David B. and CPA? Where do you see yourself in five years? What, one of
2: our future goals is, is we are in the market to, to do some aggressive growth in the next three to five years. Okay. Um, with, with acquisitions as well as organic growth. Okay. You know, so we are in the market of looking for other CPAs that A might be retiring, um, and want to sell their practice as part of their exit strategy. We would like to be a part, um, of that to help them move on to the next phase of their life. Okay. But we would also, um encourage younger CPAs that have an entrepreneur spirit like David mm-hmm. um to reach out to us and and say hey I think I'd like to to be a part of this thing that you've got going because okay. our idea is never to be um too large we want to be big but we still want to be small so right. we've got this idea in our in our heads that we call pods right. but it's really just a multi office location mm-hmm. i guess um, to where we can mimic the the feel and the style of what we have now with, you know, seven to ten employees in one location in multiple areas around San Antonio. Correct. And up the 35 corridor into Colorado, which is where he eventually would like to retire. Lie, lie. Right. Yeah, his roots. Right. That's his Key West. <laughs> that <laughs> is yeah. funny. That's, That's key his West. Key West. That's your <laughs> Key
1: West. Okay. All right. So we see growth on the horizon. We also see where you are now. So tell us something about your workshops. How do you pick which workshops to choose or which ones do you choose for your
0: clients? Well, we've we've got a group of them that we've done for years, and some of them are more more popular than others. But we're constantly asking clients, what what would you like to hear? What kind of workshop would you like us to put on? Uh, And if it's something we do, then we'll do it ourselves. If it's something we don't know, for example, if it's legal or human resources or some other, we will bring in outside experts to talk to those subjects.
1: Okay. All right. So you're looking basically at finding out what your client's needs are Mm -hmm. and trying to meet them through that education and through that training. So give us a couple of the topics that
0: you've already had workshops on. The most popular one we have is just called small business taxation. Oh, explain that. And it's one that we do for primarily what we call tire kickers, people that are thinking of going into business, Mm -hmm. as well as those that are already in business early enough in the In the organization so that they still got time to make some changes. But we go through the different organization types, the taxation issues associated with each type. We talk about payroll. We talk about contract labor versus employee status. Mm -hmm. Uh, We talk about bookkeeping methods, how long you need to keep records. Franchise tax, how that works. Personal property tax, how that Sign works. Sign me up.
1: Sign <laughs> me up.
2: Yes, it's it's okay. a lot of information, and mm-hmm. so it's it, we can do it in two to four hours, depending on the group of people that are there. So there's a lot of people that don't have employees, right? Um, and we so we just skip those little areas. But okay. every time we do it, is completely different because all the questions in the office, because we are in the in the room whenever mm-hmm. you're doing the seminars, all the questions from the people that come, they drive it in a different direction. Um, so it's always really really fun for us just because we we never know what questions are going to be asked and right and uh, it's a new way of thinking about things or a new way to help somebody that they didn't know you know they didn't know how to do this or didn't know that even existed which is a lot of,
0: of course <laughs> you know we're not your typical workshop giver where you just stand up there and talk mm-hmm. we encourage interaction mm. the more interaction the more questions from the audience the better okay. the better we like it That's why every time we do it, it's different. Mm -hmm. The audience kind of drives us as a direction. We we had a guy. What he went to four of them, Mm -hmm. and he said all four were totally different. Wow. they learn something, something new, every, new time. every time. Yeah, that's Which, excellent. That's excellent. Cool. So we have There's our a...
2: little groupies that just kind of follow us around. Whenever we have that particular seminar, it's like they they just oh like, hey it's you again. You know they're not necessarily clients of ours, but right. anything that we can do to help the small business community is our goal. That's okay. what we want to do. And even if they're not clients, we want to promote the education. Okay. Like that. That's the only way that small businesses are going to be successful is if they have the information and they know what holes not to step in.
1: Correct. Because those holes can be. Mm. Some of them are super deep and you can't get out of it. (laughs) (laughs) That quicksand or even that time Mm -hmm. bomb, that land bomb.
0: And we team up with other organizations uh, and do workshops for them. Okay. Yes. Like uh, Small Business Administration, Lift Fund, Women's Business Center, SCORE. We do a lot of workshops. None of those people are our clients, but that's our heart. Our heart is education. Right. And we're willing to go spend the time and effort to educate, as Rita said, anybody wanting to start a business, any kind of entrepreneur, whether you're a client or not, that's okay. We still want to help you.
1: Mm, That's good. That's real good. And that lends itself to part of your mission. As well, because your mission basically does what your mission is.
0: Our mission is to help entrepreneurs live live their dreams. Live their dreams. Mm -hmm. And you think about, because we talk about what do we do? We do tax returns. We do this. And and our answer to that is no, we don't. Mm. We help send this man's daughter to ballet lessons. We help this particular entrepreneur's children go to college. We help this entrepreneur get a new car. Mm-hmm. We try to look at it in more uh, in more of a broad term than just we do taxes, we do payroll, we do whatever.
1: Right, exactly. And that's critical because it's a holistic approach versus just the individual. Like you say, you just don't do taxes, payroll, bookkeeping, consulting services. You look at the whole business. You look at the family. You look at where they want to go to make it a legacy, if possible definitely nice Real that's nice. why
2: it's so focused on the individual not necessarily the industry mm-hmm. so when we meet with clients we have a particular process which is we have the initial consultation and we meet with them um, and, and they just kind of lay everything out on the table all their dirty laundry and we kind of go through it and we develop kind of a plan um, and then we we separate for 24 hours and we say okay you think about this this is how much we think it's going to cost to help you and these are the things that we need to do to get it done and you go home and you think about it and then we go home and we think about it too because if the individual isn't receptive to the help that we're trying to give or the plan that we're presenting, mm-hmm. they may not be a good fit for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that takes away time from from us helping somebody else that is committed um, to, to the long-term plan.
1: Right, exactly. David, so give me an idea of a client or a scenario that they you gave them advice, they took it, and what happened and one maybe that you gave them advice they didn't take it and what happened
0: but we like to talk about the ones who take our advice <laughs> okay all right but generally they they come in very confused if 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 you got people listen have ever started a business you understand there's a lot you don't know mm-hmm. and the first day you start you find out there's way more you don't know than you do know so any amount of help you can get is a good thing. okay, so we see people that come in and take our guidance. Well you need to go this way, you need to call this person. Uh, what I, we also bring to the table is we've built a network of individuals that we trust. okay attorneys, financial planners, insurance agents, bankers, different things that we can always refer those people. They've been tried, tested, they're true. So that always helps. But people that take our advice, I won't tell you 100% of the time they're successful, but, but the vast majority of the time, most of their questions are answered, which allows them to work on their business and not worry about a lot of the back office procedures and how this or that's going to work. Okay. And obviously, if you don't take our advice, we mm-hmm. typically, over a period of time, will part ways. Okay. Not in a in a negative way, but we just we don't feel like we can help you anymore. Okay. Uh, maybe you're better off on your own.
1: Got gotcha. you. So there is a process in which mm-hmm. you screen a particular client. Very much. And that's that 24 hour mm-hmm. gap that you talk about. Yeah. How has that really been beneficial for you?
2: Uh, it's been beneficial for us just to to um, allow us to a work with the the type of clients that are. Um, that, that we're focusing on the individuals that we focus on, they get along with us because it is a relationship based business. Like mm-hmm. you really do have to form a relationship with your CPA because they're the ones that know all your, your dirty secrets, right. you know? So we do have three levels of meetings. I don't know if we should put that on the podcast, but it's the, <laughs> it's the you know, the initial meeting, you know, right. the regular meeting. And then we have a super secret meeting You know, right. we close the door and this is kind of super secret. We pinky swear. We're not going to say these things. Right. Um And then there's the don't tell my spouse meetings. Right. <laughs> With, you know, <laughs> locked doors off site, you know, somewhere else <laughs> we
0: do. I was never here. <laughs> right. Okay. I got yeah. those. So yeah.
2: we have, we have the, but that's the rapport and the relationship that that mm-hmm. we want to build with our clients is mm-hmm. that they have the trust. And I get it from both spouses. It's not right. just the one spouse that's coming in, but both spouses will call right. and want, you know, the the level three meeting. We've so. been
0: credited with saving several mar- marriages.
1: Wow. So, and that's not anything you would normally hear from a
0: CPA firm Not, at not all. usually, just right. because,
2: well, and, and we are unique in that arena. It's because we do build a relationship with our clients. They become our friends. They We are their trusted advisor, right. you know, so both sides of it. And, it. and when you start a business, it's a family thing. It's not right. just, I know how to do this. I'm going to go start my business when your spouse has to be on board 110%. Otherwise, it's not always going to crank the way that you need it to crank right Mm -hmm. um so a lot of times it's not just explaining it to the business owner but explaining it to the family as well because they don't understand all the steps that it takes to to operate successfully either so um that's the the saving the marriage thing of course (laughs) of course
0: (laughs) and many times when we're talking to somebody and it affects them personally we suggest they bring their spouse why don't you go get your spouse come back because your spouse needs to understand this just as much as you do, mm. right. and that usually have very positive results from that. The spouses are very thankful.
1: Oh, I'm sure they're no mm-hmm. longer in the dark. Maybe you're like, mm-hmm. I thought you were crazy. You were doing this, but now I better
0: understand. No, I right. know you're crazy. Because
2: yeah. <laughs> you know, for for every positive, there's a negative. You right. know, your business is growing a whole bunch, and you're making this decision that's gonna that's gonna you know elevate your business from from this level to this level. Mm-hmm. Um, but doing so is going to create another tax issue that's going to require you to pay this or do this or you're Mm going to have to make these decisions which is a family thing it's not just a you thing so those are the types of situations that he's talking about so we you know in a weird way we we enjoy those meetings because that means that business is becoming successful and we have to have this conversation of okay what are we going to do about the tax situation now we have to go into tax planning and not just business consulting planning
1: okay so talk a little bit a good segue reader talk a little bit about tax planning you know what is considered tax planning, versus the other one that you the talked about tax estimates tax mm-hmm. estimates yes kind yeah. of define the difference for our audience the,
2: the difference be- for us between the two is a tax estimate is that you're well aware that you're going to owe money but you need to know the dollar amount that you're going to owe Okay. Um, and you're going to go off and do your own planning to mitigate that particular dollar amount or to do things to, to alleviate and you don't want our help in creating that plan or mm-hmm. what to do about that liability right. um, so we will do the tax estimate we'll tell you you owe X number of dollars whereas tax plan planning is we'll tell you how much you owe, but we'll also give you solutions in order to to alleviate some of that. You can do this retirement plan or you can purchase this asset for your business or do these types of things and that will lower it by this amount. Mm-hmm. So the tax planning is, is all about, okay, if you do these things, then your tax liability will become this okay. versus it just staying this. Okay. If you do nothing, that's the tax estimate. If you do nothing, this is how much you owe. Right. And then you go off and either cry about it or fix it. It's it's options.
0: And as part of that, we try to also explain the push and pull. Because sometimes you will make a judgment call or do something to save on taxes this year, but it's going to cost you next year. Okay. You you can push and pull things between years. Okay. And so we try to make sure that, okay, if you do this, you do understand we're going to have this exact same problem next Next year. year. Mm-hmm. Unless such and such happens,
2: right? And a lot of it too is 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 all about your plan, your big, your larger plan, your growth plan. You might not want to slash and burn and do all of these things because you need to have funding down the road. So you you might want to pay the taxes now so that it shows on your tax return that you're making a profit, so that you can go get the financing that you need to make the next move in your business. So there's lots of different reasons to do the tax planning over just the tax estimate. Okay. So, I mean, we enjoy the tax planning part of it because that gets us more involved in the, the bigger picture of the business, which Correct. is where we
1: want to be. Right, because you want that business to be successful. Right. That's the whole goal of the dialogue, conversation, tax planning, ta- tax estimate, the classes, the workshops. You want that business to be successful. Mm-hmm. So let's, se- uh, let's segue a little bit over into the hustle that you all have had to have. <laughs> To get into the position you're in because you can't be a legacy firm without some hustle.
2: Yeah, we had some, some, we we do some hustle. We, right. still, we still hustle. We juggle a lot.
1: <laughs> right. And then the struggle also to maintain it. So let's talk about the hustle a little bit. How do you go about finding your clients?
0: 22 years ago, <laughs> I sat in my bedroom, 10, 11, 12 o'clock at night, uh-huh. writing letters. Oh, wow. And did direct mail. Thousands and thousands and thousands. Obviously, you have a very low percentage. That's how we started.
1: Yeah, and postage was cheap then, too. Postage was cheap.
0: (laughs) But you go from there to referrals. You do a good job for people. Mm -hmm. You let them know we're open for referrals. We're open to help such and such people that are like you. Encourage that. Mm -hmm. Uh, The workshops, things that we do generate a lot of clients. But we do, honestly, very little, if any, Sell stuff. We aggressive have
2: marketing. We aggressive don't do a lot marketing. of aggressive marketing.
0: Right. Uh, we have a marketing person on staff, which is yourself, Ms. Thalia.
1: <laughs>
0: and you've done a great job in just creating a, a brand of the firm, who we are, what we do, it to helping us decide: are we green or yellow or blue? What are we? Okay. And and helped us all put that together. So, I highly encourage anybody's listen, get some marketing help. I didn't know I needed it till I got it. Now I understand it. Mm-hmm. We're glad to be of service.
1: Yes.
2: But we, we've been through a lot, you know, mm-hmm. to to learn those lessons. You right. know, and that, that was those, part
1: of the struggle. Yeah, yes. and that,
2: those, those are the lessons that we like to pass on to to our new clients, that are, especially the ones that are in their first year of business, right. you know, that the, the, the struggle is real. Mm-hmm. You know, you are going to go through some things. It is going to be hard, you know, for three to five years at least. But if you can <gasps> – if you can, I know, and that's a big. It's it's a big commitment. So once you, once you start it, you have to you know go in with both feet and and know that you're going to step. You can't avoid every hole, mm-hmm. you know. But but at least you can surround yourself with people that can that can help. You know, lend a hand to the to, power to pick five, right? So
0: right. another yeah. <laughs> <laughs> podcast,
1: guys. Another so,
0: podcast, yeah, right? But, okay. You step in enough holes, it starts to hurt. Agreed. Yeah. I don't want to do that again. That one hurt. Mm -hmm. We try to smooth out a lot of those holes so the entrepreneur doesn't have to step in them. Okay. We can sit down and say, yeah, we fell in that hole 15 years ago. Let me tell you what happened.
2: Yeah. And And that's a good that's that's another thing we like to let our clients know that we are a small business too even though we're growing and and we plan to have but we we still started small we still started with the heart of a small business right Mm -hmm. um and that's the community we want to serve um and everything that they're going through we've already been through that you know so that's that's why we always like we stress having a mentor of some kind to talk about these things because it is it's it's stressful and verbalizing your concerns and your fears and things like that really help find solutions Mm -hmm. to it you know but don't but don't give up.
1: Right, don't so, give up. And
2: that's really what the podcast, why we wanted to start the podcast was we wanted to let all of all of our clients know and beyond that in small business that that the struggle is okay and the juggle is okay and the hustle is okay. If you keep at it and you commit to it and you always seek out solutions, then you're going to be successful.
0: Agreed. And it will be the hardest job you've <laughs> ever
1: had. Oh wow.
0: Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Guaranteed. Yeah, it It pulls- is also the most rewarding job ever have.
1: Because it's yours. It's yours. Yeah. And you don't have to worry about someone taking it away from you or saying you're laid off now. Mm-hmm. It is really dependent upon you. There are those companies that manage to last 20, 30 years. Some of them don't last beyond the, what, the five-year range of what they're talking about as far as how long a business will stay in business.
0: Right. A very high percentage is out by five years.
1: Five years, a mere 60 months, mm-hmm. and they're down the tubes. And that's a little scary. Some of that is due to what preparation, not being prepared,
2: preparation, um, lack of support Mm -hmm. is a lot of it. Um, Cash flow is a big deal. You know, so if you're if you're not doing things in the right way or surrounding yourself with the with the right kind of advice, um, Mm -hmm. sometimes that can get you in trouble, too. Um, but cash is king. I mean, you have to have cash to run a business. It's just how it is. True. And that's part of the hustle. Yes. (laughs) So, but that's, you know, that's where we come into play is that if you're, um, We have partners in in the financing arena as well that can help, you know, get you to that next level or or help sustain you. But we Mm -hmm. always coach that you need to do it before you need it. Right. So you need to prepare for it and plan for it. And then if you're planning for it, then you can set yourself up for those harder times that are coming in year two and year three. Right. You know. Proactive versus
1: reactive. Correct. We actually have a
0: workshop series called Show Me the Money. Right. Where (laughs) we bring in bankers. To talk about what they would look for in a small company to make a loan, we bring in the Small Business Administration, micro lenders, micro lenders, and, micro lenders and mm-hmm. things to see what they would want. So, so again, it's as Rita was saying: if you want to get a loan, you need to let somebody know two three years ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Let us work with you, work with your banker, True. so that you're in the right position when the when you do need the loan.
1: True enough, because the those lenders have certain requirements. And each one of them has different requirements, a micro lender versus a traditional bank. But it all still boils down to how prepared are you? If you know that you're planning to grow your company mm-hmm. and you're going to need capital investment, what does it take now for me to start preparing for that versus waiting to when I need it and then I'm not ready for it? Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that's the asset, the benefit of working with the firm as well as getting that education, getting that mentorship. Okay. Yeah. So, is there any cascading messages you'd like to
0: say to our audience? Don't try to do it all by yourself. It's 10 times more difficult. There are people, and is, we've, we've been talking about team members. Develop your team. We have six people that we recommend that you get a business banker, CPA, a good insurance agent, a business attorney um a marketing person and a financial planner okay surround yourself with those people initially they don't cost you anything take them out to lunch develop a relationship they'll let you ask them questions they'll meet with you for free typically the first time lean on those people mm-hmm. as much as you can you're not in this alone that's a, if there's a message Use all the help you can because by yourself it's 10 times harder.
1: True enough because you're used to making the donuts. Mm -hmm. You're not used to marketing the donuts. You're not used to paying the person to do the bookkeeping for the donuts. You're just used to making the donuts.
0: And and most Mm -hmm. of the new businesses we see are because I know how to do something. I know how to make donuts. Mm -hmm. I know how to do this. Don't know beans about running a business. Right. That's where we come in.
2: So gotcha. Just ask for help. There's mm-hmm. people we that's why we partner with the the organizations that we partner with is because they provide free services. So you might not be in a position to be able to afford a CPA on a level that that we like to to work with our clients. But we don't want you not to call us for help because we do have people in our back pocket that can give you similar services mm-hmm. You know that that can walk you through and help you mentor services, but financial planning services. You know, with the Women's Business Center and Lift Fund and with um, SBDC and SBA, they all have resources out there that are available to small businesses to help them get to their next level. Mm-hmm. That work on the same level and with the same heart that we have. Um, so. That, that can take you to that next level. So just don't be afraid to ask for help or seek out help and to ask your resources, where can I get this? Uh-huh. You know, that's, I just need this extra information. I just need to know and go get it. You know, information is power.
1: That's true. That's true. I have another question I'd like to ask. How long did it take you, David, after you had hired Rita to hire your next employee? What let you know that it was time for you to hire
2: I think I let him know.
1: Oh, you let him know. You got <laughs> overwhelmed.
0: Okay, the I day I hired her is the day I lost control. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, he needed to because he had a file cabinet, but no files in it, like we talked about before, because yeah. they were all on the floor in stacks and rubber bands.
0: But then in the in the, <laughs> in the type of business that we're in, yes, the more people you have, the more you're able to help. Okay, more customers. So it's like. Okay, as soon as one employee three, is three-fourths full of time, it's time to go get another one. Because mm-hmm. the the new clients coming in is a very steady stream for us. Okay. And we just need to be able to handle them when they come in.
1: Gotcha. Gotcha. Anything else you want to tell our audience about the hustle, juggle, and struggle of small Hang business? Hang in
2: there. It's worth it. <laughs>
1: You could do it. You can do it. You could do it. Like the little train that could. You can do it. You can, yes. do it. you can do it. You can do it. Yes. All right. Well, thank you so much, Rita McDaniel and David B. Plemons, CPA of David B. Plemons CPA, Inc. Thank you, Miss Thalia. For more information about any of our guests or if you have questions and comments, please email us at admin at com, And don't forget to check out our website, LemonCPA.com for upcoming events and workshops in San Antonio. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit C-SuiteRadio.com.